moms and dads, grandmas, grandpas, um, caretakers of kiddos, welcome to Encourage Radio. And I love that name. And yes, it's spelled a little different because it's based on Joshua chapter 1, verse 8 and 9, where God uh, challenges us to be strong and of great courage. And here's what we pray. Um, Raina's in the room. Jacob's in the room. We pray. Yeah. We pray that you guys are literally encouraged today. And here's our topic. Let's just jump right at it. Um, This is going to be a two-part series. And uh, the topic is on discipline. I know it's a heavy topic, but it's uh, a lot of people have questions. Well, I mean, I I guess it is a heavy topic, but it's a critical topic. Yes, and almost like everything else we've we've described in terms of parenting, if if you have the right view um, towards it and understand why, in this case, definitely you administer it, and not just administer it. Let me change that. Why you um, ha- establish a clear environment mm-hmm. of discipline? Not discipline is not just something that you administer. It's part of everyday life um, with your kiddos. Remember, your kids are uh, coming to this world with no instruction manual. Um, I mean, you do have the Bible, but they also come into this world with zero experience. And I think that yeah. goes into, as I, you know, kind of think about where we're going today, okay. it goes into our adulthood and discipline. If we look at it from the Lord and we look at it as growth, yeah, you know, I want to come up with a new word for discipline to say it's an opportunity to grow more like Christ. Mm. It's an opportunity to grow in our walk, and it's an opportunity to be able to know Him more. And as we say that word discipline, I'm hoping families and parents kind of run it through that filter as well for their own personal walk. I, I'll give you another word for it. I mean, not that we need to, you can't really replace it, but I heard a pastor years ago say that um, you cannot be a disciple without being disciplined hmm. because oh, wow. the word disciple um, is in the word disciplined. Yeah. Wow, and yeah. And so growth, as you said, that's so appropriate. Um, so that's where we're headed today. And so here's what we want to do. So two-part series, we want to set the stage um, for a biblical approach for um, discipline in order to be a, a follower of Christ, a disciple of Christ. We're going to go all the way back to Genesis 3, mm. the very first family, God's first children that he had to discipline. Mm. And so you know the story in Genesis 3. We're not going to read all of it, but this is when um, God steps down from heaven, walks it with them in the in the cool of the day, as the Bible says, just after they had committed sin. Can you imagine? Like this is the first time. Oh, this is like talk about first time disobedience. Yeah, Adam and Eve are like, all right, what's happening? You know, we talk about first time <laughs> obedience with our kids, right? Like yes. the first time I ask you, you know, respond. 
Um, and, and that's how things are rewarded. But this is like first time disobedience. Yeah. Like the world had never seen this before, which is really cool, I guess, meaning from the aspect that we get to read how God disciplined his children. Yes. Okay. So just a few principles that we want to talk about um, in this today and then expand it. And then in the next episode, part two, um, we're literally going to get a little bit more down into the nitty gritty. Now, I do want to set the stage for this because we were talking beforehand about this. Um, So when Rain and I were married and we were having children, um, we had, at least I remember having a sort of like uh, parental review with my mom and dad. And more specifically, my mom was going back over like, these were the popular authors of the day. These are the popular books of the day. And some of that honestly was still popular when we were having children, even though um, the books were written in the late 70s. um, Parents that were like you and I, kiddos rather, that were um, now parents raised under some of those teachings were still implementing some of those. So it's no different today. Um, Today, there are popular theories, philosophies um, across the spectrum, either spiritual, cultural, or or just psychological, right, on on how to raise children. Here's what we want to give you. Um, We believe that the Bible is timeless. Mm -hmm. And so after listening to, like, my parents talk about, oh, this author was really popular, and we did implement his stuff, and then later on we were like, well, maybe some of those things weren't that good. They weren't necessarily bad, but they weren't that good. Yeah. Um, and you're hearing that now. You're hearing that now from parents that are like, well, I followed this philosophy of parenting, and at first it sounded good because I was really just grasping for anything, like help me know what to do with my kids right now. And so over the last five, six, seven years, they're like, well, now that I'm down the road a bit, there's some that's good and some that's not so good. Here's what I'm trying to say. We want, we want to give you timeless biblical principles of discipline for your children. Next episode is going to get a little bit more into the nitty-gritty. Yeah. Of course, um, every home is different, every child is different, and the actions are different. And so we're not we're probably not going to be able to deal with every situation, uh, depending upon what's in the heart of the child. But these are some basic biblical principles we want to give you today. So let's look at Genesis 3. So here's what we know. Adam and Eve sinned. And of course, God knows where they are. It's, it's, the, it's the ultimate hide-and-go-seek all of a sudden. Hmm. Um, they're hiding from God. And God says, where are you? And at first you think, well, you're God. Why do you have to ask that question? But so that's really cool that he asked it. That reveals a whole lot. So let's talk about what does the Bible um, teach us about discipline. Number one, what we learn from that uh, Raina, is number one is, is seek your kids out. Yeah, I I love that. Like he literally asked, "Where are you?" Yes. It wasn't a question of location physically. He was trying to find out where they were. Like what just happened? Yeah. Like when you go to discipline your your children, most of the time, if we're not careful, the first response is just come in guns a blazing, mm. right? You yes. know, Like I kind of knew this was going to happen as a parent. I was your age once. And I knew you would do this, and I just knew this was going to happen. I saw this coming. Why did you do this? That's not what he said. Yeah. God knew this was going to happen. Like, asking them where they were did not take him by surprise. He was just, he was more seeking them out. He was calm, and he kind of approached it in a calm way. Exactly. Like, he, again, I hate to say this on repeat, but he knew where they were. (laughs) So oftentimes when when you are coming to your children to either administer or talk to about discipline, before you ever come in armed and ready to respond with a consequence, seek them out. 
Like, find out where are you? In other words, like, what's going on? Why did this happen is what you're asking. Where was your head? Where was your heart? Like, seek to find that out. And and so we would often do that with our girls, you more so than I, because you were home with them more. But, you know, Raina, you kind of already saw some of those things coming, or you, you sort of knew about it, or maybe you witnessed one of our children running over another one with a Barbie Jeep out the window and... <laughs> I think that was the greatest day ever. I'm just kidding. It's so funny. But you kind of knew it was coming. Like you saw some things, but you just didn't come into the room and you're like, go to your room. Yeah, yeah. Like you were just like, all right, what's going on? All right, tell me. Like, you know, you didn't say, where are you? But you're like, what's going on? Yes. Right. So you you kind of sought kids out. Like, don't turn a blind eye. Approach them, even though you already know why. Because here's, here's, here's the thing about discipline. The Bible tells you and I that that folly is bound up in the heart of a child. Mm. Okay, so I'm going to say that one a lot. Meaning um, your, your children uh, have a bent, a shape, and we're not only called to shape them to become something, but in shaping them to become something, we're chipping away things that do not need to be a part of them. Yeah. Right. One of them is folly. Folly is ridiculousness. Folly is bad choices. Folly is they're just they're going to lose their brains. Folly is deliberate disobedience. Like God literally told them, "Don't go to that tree and do that." They went to that tree and did that. Right. Right. So you got to seek your kids out. Like, in other words, don't leave them locked in a room all the time. Right. Like, don't be. Oh, they're really quiet right now. They're playing video games for nineteen hours. Um, right. Like, no, seek your kids out, be around them all. Here's another thing that he did. He asked good questions. Yeah. Like, where are you? Who, here was, here's one I like, who told you that you were naked? I love that. Yeah. Like, like who told you that? Like, what was, what was the revelation there? All right. So right in an earlier podcast, we talked about, I think we touched on it about, um, timeout, like how you and I were like, is timeout worth it or is it not? Talk just a moment, like what you and I learned and 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 how we utilized timeout and why we chose timeout. Well, timeout was just a way to you know stop, mm-hmm. reflect, mm. and allow them to stop and reflect. There I you think go. sometimes timeout is for the parent and for the child, mm. but um, timeout was never a time like mm. we talked about this. You oh, know, several times. No, not just three minutes, two minutes, or whatever. They can just look at their watch and know what's coming. It was definitely a change of heart. There you go. Because you want to grow them into that adult that is able to have that repentant heart. Right. You want to play this action and how you're disciplined. Like the goal behind the discipline is to help them learn how to regulate their own selfish thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. To be able to have a timeout to think about why they're doing it. Yeah. What are they doing? Because they may be in the workplace later on or in a marriage later on and about to make a decision that affects more than just them. Right. So you want them to be able to have that ability to stop, to be able to reflect, to be able to change direction. Yeah to be able to have that personal relationship with the father to say, I'm so sorry. Right. And then be able to move forward. Well, right. just like our heavenly father, we 
want to be that earthly father or that earthly mother that allows that child to go through that process that they've never gone through before. Okay, that's it right there. Yeah. Because foolishness is bound up in the heart of the child. Yes. So we're helping them learn how to work through the foolishness, selfishness that is naturally within them. Right. Mm. But it's up to us to help them with that process, because if not, play that scenario out. You have the, to. the whole principle of what is happening: lying, deceitfulness, selfishness, um, coercion, whatever it may oh, be. Yeah. Some people are, you know, some of them you could see that little strategist in them. Oh yeah. Well, that could later on play out to be a not cool thing. Right. So if you don't help adjust that early, you know, that is going to filter into later on life. You said so much there. I mean, okay, so let me just review really quick. Timeout was l- the least about time. Yes. And I love that. I mean, I love when we lo- when we learned that. I mean, I was like, whoa, never thought about that. Like, if you tell them five minutes, oh, yeah, I would have been that kid that had been like, oh, it's four minutes and 58 seconds. I'm done. Oh, yeah. And then I'd argue with my mom and dad, like you said, five minutes. I love it that we didn't do that. Time out. But let's back up. I just now thought of this. Let's back up. So we started teaching early on two words, choices and consequences. Yes. I mean, when they were before they were one. Like we started using those words over and over. You started using sign language like no and stop, as well as we communicated with our eyes. uh, Like I'm not pleased with that action. I love you, but I'm not pleased with that action. So all of that was prepping what Rayleigh referred to in, in podcast uh, b- before us was that soil of the soul. Yeah. Right? All of that was prepping that soil of the soul. And here's another good thing you said. They've they've never been this way before. Here's another good thing you said. All those elements are in the soil of their heart. Like it's it's very natural for them to manipulate. It's very natural for them to coerce. It's very natural for them to rebel. Yeah. We That's sin nature. Okay. But they they don't know how to they don't know that sin nature they don't know how to deal with the sin nature, and for us timeout and and you said so many things timeout was a was for realization, mm. timeout was also for repentance like for us it wasn't time it was like do I see a repentant heart and you said that to them even like they may not have well, I'm sure they couldn't have defined repentance but you were saying this is what I'm looking for. Um, it was also respect. Like, am I respecting mom and dad? You said that, like, well, you know, you can't get a job at UPS, and and he, your boss is not going to put you in timeout. <laughs> right. Go to the corner. No, he's uh, you're going to get three strikes, kind of whatever. Yeah. So yeah, you have to think that decision out, and it's also for renewal of the heart. Man, you said a whole lot right there, mm. right? So seek the kids out. Learn to ask good questions, like who said that you were this way. Who covered you with fig leaves? So all of that is for a reason. It's to reveal the heart, reveal the choice, reveal the consequence. And and your your child may not completely understand it, but you don't wait to administer this when you think they can completely understand it. Yeah, Yeah, Jacob, I'm sure that you're dealing with this right now with Benjamin, aren't you? Oh, yeah. And he's not even a year old. No, no. And he's sitting there thinking about things, and you are saying no. What are some of the the things that you're seeing, even at yeah. this young age? That's a good one. I mean, like, you know, obviously we don't want him to, like, grab certain things or, like, eat certain things. And, you know, he's just, 
he's about to turn one. So, um, but yeah, so he's he doesn't really understand why. Obviously, he just knows. Okay, mom or dad doesn't want me to do something, or you know, the negative yeah. tone. We're saying no, and we're trying to do hand motions. But he has definitely understood the yes and no. Like we're trying, yes. we're we're giving him like those reinforcements and like, okay, when he does something positive, we praise him and we're like, okay. And then negative, we say no twice. And then we understand his, like his bend towards like, um, what he doesn't like. So like he is a very audible person. So we, <laughs> yes. we at the third time of, of saying no, we go, ah, ah, and he does not like it. He just, it's like the negative, like screeching tone in his mind, I guess. So wow, that's something that, you know, that's his bend. Yep. Something that shape. He kind of allows him to understand, wow, I don't like that, or, you know, this is not a good thing. So. And already what you're doing, and mom and dad, I know you know this, but just hear this, what they're doing right now is they're putting up guardrails mm. on the highway Yeah. before he ever learns how to drive, before he ever learns there's a left lane and a right lane, before he ever learns, like, you know, I'm using the analogy of life here as uh, with the backdrop of driving. They're already giving him the guardrails of life, yes and no. Yeah. And now that he knows those guardrails, he gets to learn what allows me to drive safely yeah. and what's going to cause a car wreck, if, yeah. you, if you know what I mean. That's what we're talking about. But I love it because they're also giving him positive tools oh, at yes. the same time of him knowing how to say more, even though he can't audibly say it. He can say more, or he can say please. Oh, I love his please. Or, you know, goodbye, or, you know, all done. He's he's having those tools in his toolbox yeah. Yeah. that he can still communicate his needs of growth. And as you add on a discipline signal, yeah. you know, he starts to understand that there are both things that are more... Yes. And then there are things that are not more, you know, right. I guess. In that sign language. Yeah, in that sign language. Yes. And he's able to know within that small little body yeah. what is happening. Oh, you can watch the eyes and the mind process like, hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so when you think your six-year-old isn't getting it, oh boy. or you think your eight-year-old isn't getting it, let's go way on back. Yeah. It, it, it goes way back, and that's the reason why we say these basic principles are what you have to go back to right. at no matter what age it is. Right. right so here's, a, here's another one, um, and I like this, and I, 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 I put this point to a quote that I read from James Dobson years ago. Here's a good one. Don't ask questions that encourage lying. Hmm. Like if if we're not remember we, you have to seek seek them out ask good questions so part of parenting which a lot of the mental thought comes in knowing how to frame what I'm about to say and how I'm going to say it so you don't come in guns a blazing you know I'm gonna you know do this yeah. kind of a thing like no come in calm and come in with questions and scenario but here's here's the way James Dobson said he said um, did you hit your sister. That that he says that that can only be answered in one of two ways, yes or no. Most often we're gonna lie and say no. Adam and Eve displayed that. Even God asked a good question, but even then it was like, Well, that woman that you gave me, you know, she made me do it. Instead, he says, ask it this way, how did your sister come to get that red mark on her arm? Mm. Now, of course, you can still lie through that. The human heart's going to find a way to lie around that. But you really have to learn how to ask questions that don't encourage lying because you're trying your best not to teach them to be a constant manipulator Yeah. and reframer of things. 
Almost that makes like, sense. It's almost like an open-ended question versus like an A or B. Yes, exactly. Yeah, narrow it down um, even. So d- try not to ask questions that encourage lying. We've, we've said this a lot. Here's another one. Calmly state the consequence. I right, say so you need to be teaching your children choices and consequences in so many areas. Like if I touch a hot stove, I'm going to get burnt. If I step out into the road without looking, I might get hit by a car. If I put my hand down into a hole that I'm not sure is there, I might get bit or I might, you know, you know, choices and consequences. Teaching them at an everyday aspect of life. Well, when they make a bad choice, learn how to calmly state the consequence. And maybe I need to add this before that. Already know what the consequence is going to be so you don't make something up in anger that's hard to back up in the moment. Mm. Yes, very yeah. much so. Yeah. That's good. And, and, and something that you have to live with throughout the day. You have to uh, think quickly <laughs> as a preschool mom or a regular mom, like, no, you can't watch Veggie Tales today. And you're like, oh, man, I really needed a Veggie Tale episode time today. So just really because kind of, you needed 30 minutes to I cook dinner. 30 or minutes I don't know, right? to cook dinner. But yeah. yeah, you have to really kind of think yeah. about that from a strategic standpoint. Yeah, make it realistic. I think in the next episode, we're going to talk a little bit more specifically on how discipline per age, you know, yes. make it to where they can, it's age appropriate, almost like time out. Yeah. Right. Um, it's not about time. It's it's more about the renewal of the heart and the consequence should should almost be measured uh, based upon the choice that was made. What is the consequence that will help reveal and renew the heart towards repentance? Well, yeah. and per this topic, I mean, we have to understand that if we do come in with guns a-blazing, you know, they're automatically, like I think in a previous episode, Rayleigh had mentioned, you know, they're already going to shut down because they know your response. Yeah. Right. They're not going to want to be honest with That's you. That's true. Because they already feel shame anyway. That is so, true. so they're going to try to do whatever they can to cover that that shame um, that they're going through, that they did let you down. Yeah, that, that's such a good point. And so being able to separate, uh-huh. you know, the incident from the person is still so important. And to understand, you know, for that child to understand that you have his or her best interest in mind and the why behind it is so important. So they're going to be more open with you when they do make a mistake. And if they know the growth point that you're trying to get them to. Yeah. Now I want to go ahead and say it now, but we can't because I know it's in the next episode, but keep that in mind. So if you're listening, I want you to listen to the next episode because um, discipline actually has a, a, an, a future outcome. Yeah. And it's not just to make them good um, um, people in society. It's beyond that. So I want you to keep that in mind. But I love what Raina just said there. Separate the incident from the person. That is so critical. And and God did that. So when, when we say he disciplined them in, in compassion, the Bible tells us that he actually, so they were covered in fig leaves. They did that themselves, which is a whole other sermon, if you will. But they, God came in and killed an animal and covered them with those skins, which obviously was a uh, the gospel, you know, knowing that we can't cover ourselves, Christ must cover us. But man, even, even in that discipline, God still made a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So parents, you have to be willing in the discipline to let them know that some level of sacrifice on your end and on their end has to be made. Like like Raina said, separate the incident um, from the person. Here's the last one. We're going to develop this more in future um, episodes to come is when you do come to the consequence, you have to be willing to make hard decisions. Mm-hmm. 
Like you may have said months ago, if you do this, um, you're going to not be able to play ball this weekend. Let's just say that's a hard one, right? Well, if they do it, you have to follow through. Yeah. Yes. And God did that. Um, he kicked them out of the garden. I mean, yeah. think about that. That was hard. Yeah. And he placed angels, not like police guards. He did it out of mercy because he knew the heart would want to come back and repeat the offense. Yeah. You got to see that. We often see these these angels these with flaming swords as like policemen outside. No, no, no. That was an act of mercy. So even in the discipline, you have to understand that your discipline proves that you love. Your discipline proves that you're protecting. Your discipline yeah. proves, and it's a hard decision, but sometimes, mom and dad, you have to be willing to make the hard decision. And again, it's age appropriate. You know, the hard decision may be that if they have siblings and they're, they're one is five and one is eight, um, that they get to go play in the pool, and they're not. That's a hard decision to sit little Johnny. Yeah. On the side, while um, little Susie and, and little little Johnny Rockets, whatever, is in the pool. Yeah, you got to be willing to stick to the guns and make those hard decisions and make them realize it's not out of harshness; it's more out of mercy. Yeah, because I know the heart is bent towards repeating this offense, and if I don't hold to this, um, your heart won't ever learn that lesson. Mm -hmm. That's wow, good. that's really good. Yeah, Genesis 3 opens up the door for such great discussion um, on discipline. Randy, you, thank you, as always, just brought out um, some amazing points some uh, from a mom perspective. Anything else you want to add to that? No, not today. Yeah, no, well, yeah, not today, but hope that was enough for you. Let me just repeat what we learned. Genesis 3, seek your kids out. Mm. Ask good questions. Don't ask questions that encourage lying. Calmly state the consequence, discipline with compassion, and be willing to make the hard decisions. Now, yes. next episode, like chime in next week and um, hear how we follow up on a little bit more um, detail and go into like what is the ultimate plan and purpose for discipline and why you as a mom and dad should not like sacrifice discipline. It needs to be a part, but how do you properly administer it and what does that look like? Thank you guys so much for listening yes. in. Jacob, thanks for chiming in. No problem. Raina, thanks for chiming in. Thank you. As always. All right, enjoy your drive home. Enjoy your night. Enjoy your nap, wherever you are. We love you guys. We're praying for you. God bless. Be encouraged. <laughs>